You're listening to the Better Together podcast, brought to you by the National Association of Free Will Baptists. Welcome to the Better Together podcast, where we look for ways we can work together to advance the gospel of Jesus Christ. Today, I have Pastor Luke Johnson. If you just attended the National Association, he was the prayer director uh, for the National, and so you might have seen him out there on social media. He is, uh, I think, a real a real prayer warrior. He's also the pastor there at Highland Drive uh, in North Carolina, where he has pastored for almost 10 years. And so uh, thank you so much for being with us today, Pastor Luke. Great to be with you, Dr. Moody. Now, we've got a, it's kind of a difficult thing that we're going to talk about today. Your son, Landon Timothy Johnson, uh, passed away at nine years of age. What a life, what a legacy that he uh, that he lived. And I know many of our listeners will remember Landon well. They'll remember the hearing about him. Many of them will have met him. But some of our listeners will be learning about Landon perhaps for the first time. But what a life, what a legacy is he has had. And I wonder if you could just start by telling us about Landon. Tell us about the life that he lived. Well, in 2010, uh, the Lord blessed us with a second little boy, uh, Landon Timothy. And um, after Landon was born, he was smaller than than the average child would be at birth. Not alarmingly small, but was smaller. And um, he didn't begin to develop or grow after his birth. And um, that just led to a series of of weight checks and doctor's visits. And um, as he continued to progress, his growth was not, what um, just wasn't happening. And so um, that led to being referred to different specialists and different um, doctors. And um, about six months of age, they diagnosed Lannan with primordial dwarfism. Um, he was about eight pounds, six ounces at six months. And um, and at UNC Chapel Hill was where we were at when they diagnosed him with that. And then that led to um, just trying to figure out what that was, because we we did we had never heard that term before. And uh, simply uh, primordial dwarfism just meant he was going to be small the rest of his life. Um, they were the smallest people or, or known as the smallest people in the world. And so uh, we knew that. And, um, and so we started searching for who are the experts in this? And uh, we connected with doctors in uh, Delaware at AI DuPont Hospital for Children, who were the leading world experts in, in this category. And we began uh, seeing them and they began helping us navigate this journey, uh, trying to discover uh, what type of primordial dwarfism Landon had. And, um, and that led to a doctor all the way in Scotland who saw, um, who did the DNA research on Landon, um, diagnosing him with uh, DNA ligase 4 deficiency, um, which at the time they were writing, they said that Landon was writing the books because it was so rare. I think when that, all that happened, I think there was 11 identified that they knew of, uh, and that's in the world at the time. And and so they didn't know much. They said, Landon's writing the books. We we're going to have to follow these kids to see what, what happens over time. And, and that led to dis discovering that these kids, their immune system would at some point fail. And, and so, um, and so that's kind of Landon's 
battle. That was his medical history that led to uh, the bone marrow transplant that Landon had in 2017 um, to try to, that was the best uh, shot to give him a, a healthy life and a, and a, a long life. And um, complications happened after that that were unfortunate. And uh, Landon fought, fought hard for about uh, three years. Um, and uh, he went home to be with the Lord on September the 13th of 2019. Uh, but Landon's life, even though he had all the medical challenges, uh, Landon was one of the most energetic kids that you would ever be around. In fact, one of the first questions we asked the doctors at AI DuPont Hospital for Children was, uh, do these kids have more energy? Because he was so uh, energetic and outgoing. Uh, he loved talking to people and and um, he had a way with people that was unlike, unlike any other. And uh, he just really knew how to connect with people. Um, when he was five, uh, Landon uh, came to me. And this was shortly after we moved here uh, to pastor in Lincolnton. And, and he's like, Daddy, I need to get saved. And um, I said, buddy, if you're serious about that, you know, come talk to me tomorrow. I wanted to be sure that that was my way of just making sure he was understanding and being sure that, that he knew what he was asking. And, and he kept pursuing me. And, uh, and it was that week that, um, that he gave his life to Christ. We pulled over in a McDonald's parking lot. He spoke up from the back seat, said, dad, I got it. I need to get saved. And so we pulled over and, and, uh, I shared the gospel with him and, and he prayed and received Christ as his savior at five years old. And, and after he gave his life to Christ, um, you know, there was this um, desire uh, to see people saved that uh, as a five-year-old, he began to have, and he would ask uh, most people that he ran into, he would ask at some point, are you a Christian? Um, because of his rare medical history and all of that, it led to some media coverage and different things, uh, people wanting to interview us and him and uh, we had a lady who who was with a local news station in, in Charlotte, and she also was a human interest writer for People Magazine, and she and she was doing a kind of like a dual interview with with the news station and with People, and she came to the house and and she Landon was ready for her. she was on the couch and he was ready for this interview, and he said um he said, I have one question for you. And this was before she ever got started. And he said, are you a Christian? And so he, he put her on the hot seat very quickly um, when she came to the house. But that's who that's who Landon was. He told everybody he was going to be a preacher. Um, and God just used his life. He touched uh, hundreds of thousands um, in the short nine years that he lived. And um, and we're thankful. I'm just we're very thankful for all of our children and the influence they've all had. We're thankful for the nine years that we've that we've been able to have with Landon. And uh, and we're excited at how God's still using the story to to impact and touch people's uh, touch people's lives. Absolutely. And so we have a tendency to talk poorly about social media, but that helped to get Landon's story out quite a bit, didn't it? And um, also right there in your community, the the various first responders. Uh, he, he not only, uh, he reached out to them, he had quite an impact on them. He also had a lot of fun with them too, didn't he? He sure did. Landon, um, he loved to play police officers and, 
and we, we his page was followed by thousands of people and and we would keep folks updated but I, we didn't want it just to be all all about the medical we wanted people to get to know him um and so we would put different things that we would that he would do and um he loved to play police officers he was a big Andy Griffith fan so just a lot of the times he would he would act like Barney Fife or or whoever but police officers got a hold of that and they they many of them in the community followed his story and and uh one day they decided to have him come to the sheriff's department and they had set up a crime scene they set up his own office uh nameplate on the door um everything and had him come to the sheriff's department one morning so he could solve a crime and and just showed him around let him ride in the police cars and um this was not long this was the year landon passed this wasn't long before he passed so that was one big thing they did and then um and when landon when landon passed on that that friday uh september the 13th uh, the next day I, I was getting calls from our local responders and the police department sheriff's department and they wanted to be a part of his service and and certainly we were touched by that and of course i mean we were like, yes, you know, anything you guys want to do to honor his life, we're fine with that. And, you know, I was thinking, you know, they're going to come and be present. And um, and then I had an officer call and said, we want to do honors at Landon's funeral. And um, I had heard of that, but I wasn't sure what all that entailed or whatever. But um, at his service, they guarded the casket. They rotated in and out. Um they they just went above and beyond to to give honor to our nine year old little boy and and their actions are things we'll never forget. I'm, we when the next day we had the we had the uh, the graveside and when I pulled up at the church, I remember looking at my wife and saying, "Who in the world's taking care of Lincolnton?" Because every fire truck, EMS, and and police officers, state troop, they're, they're here in our parking lot and. And uh, his processional people still, I mean, they talked about it for months, just, you know, who is this that has passed? I remember one of our members in our church getting stops and who is, who was that that passed away in that processional? Um, what dignitary? I think they asked what dignitary was that? And, um, and the gentleman looked at him and said, well, that was a little boy in our church, our pastor's son, who touched a lot of lives, including those who work in law enforcement. And, and so they just... Uh, I'll tell you, the community just rallied around us and really honored Landon's life. They did a wonderful job, and and it just points to the life he lived, the good job you you and Amanda did uh, during really what could have been a and was a difficult time, but it was a witness to the community and witness to people that saw beyond. So thank you for that, Luke. Thank you for sharing that story, and thank you for what you did with Landon. But Landon's legacy continues, doesn't it? Yes, sir. Now, what other ways has it continued since his passing? When when Landon passed, something on our mind has always been to give and to, and to help other families. Um, when Landon first went in the hospital, we uh, we intentionally decided that we knew it was going to be hard. We were prepared for that. Um, we were very realistic. I mean, trusting the Lord, but at the same time knowing, okay, the next several weeks while he's in the hospital is going to be hard. 
And so when we went into the hospital, we intentionally then we chose we're going to continue to give and we're going to try to be a blessing to families. And and the Lord led us to do a a then he he was leading and wanting us to do something for the hospital because of all they had done for us. And there's a picture of Landon giving a check for over eleven thousand dollars to the hospital that we had raised. Um, just very, very neat. Uh, you know, we figured one thing we figured out is that the great way to handle our pain is to to allow ourselves to to give because you know Jesus was uh, was so what Jesus said is so true to us. It's more blessed to give than to receive, and um, so we have found a lot of healing and mm-hmm. in, in giving. And um, so we were doing that then and. And when Landon passed, we had had on our minds to create something to honor Landon. And and um, we were rolling, wrestling with that, rolling through that in our minds and honestly a little intimidated by that, the process to go through that. Um, but we received a letter from a lady in, in Fuquay, Verena. I uh, do not know her personally, but it was a follower of Landon. And in her letter, she talked about how Landon had influenced her life and impacted her life. Had we had we thought about creating a foundation to to honor Landon? And so God made it abundantly clear to us that 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 is what he wanted us to do. And so after we received that letter from there, we just we set out to to uh, to develop our vision, our 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 what what our target will be wanted to, to accomplish with our foundation and so we created the land and story foundation in honor of our little boy uh, who loved to give um, I know Landon uh, if God has given him a glimpse of what's going on he's thrilled by what we're doing um, Dr. Moody before he passed about a week or two I guess before he passed he was um, this is before or maybe he had just been taken off the ventilator. I can't remember, but they were giving him an opportunity to breathe on his own. And, and, um, and he was able to communicate and talk and he wanted to do something for a friend of his that was going into the hospital. Mm. And he was talking about things he would do, do for them. And he didn't live to do those things, but, but his Nana uh, made sure those things happened for his friend. And so that's who he, that's who he was. I mean, he loved to give and do stuff like that. So through the foundation, we've been able to carry on that legacy of impacting people's lives in a positive way. Um, to date, we've been able to give a little over $30,000 to to families. And, and what our target is, is we help families with children who have rare diagnosis. Um, we had an amazing social worker at the hospital who fought hard to get land and help, to get our family help, because his diagnosis was so rare, you say DNA ligase for deficiency you get to look like, well, what is that? You know, and, and there was no foundation for, for something like that, um, that she had access to. And so, um, so we've created, we've created that, that tool that a hospital can use to try to get kids with rare diagnosis, some help that they need. And then the second avenue that, that we like to engage in is helping families whose children pass, um, when Landon passed, there was like this this cutoff um, that was really difficult because um, when you're used to going to the hospital three, four days a week, your child's been in the hospital over a year of his life. 
the last three years, um, you're used to you're used to, your life has become that on some level. It's become kind of your normal, and and then everyone there is they become like family, people who care for your child. And so when there's that cutoff, and our our local hospital did um, did sent they sent some things that were very kind. Um, it was difficult, and and so we try to to, to support families whose child passes um, because a lot of families don't. Some don't even know what what do I do now? Like how do I go about having the service? And 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 some families just need need help and guidance. And your mind is so we know what that's like. Your mind is so crushed um, with everything you've been through. It's hard to think and and put together thoughts. And so uh, we try to help families in that way too. Um, counseling is so important um, when you go through what we've been through and. Um, and it's so expensive. A lot of families can't afford counseling. Yeah. And so um, we're there for that. We're there to help families get started in that. Um, and so, I mean, we've done things as um, like we've helped one of our first donation we ever made was paying for chemo treatments that insurance for a family would not cover. Mm. Um, so we paid for those. Another little little girl, uh, three years old, passed away, and and we knew how important it was for me and Amanda to get away after Landon passed, just to decompress and just just be together for a few days. And so we sent this family. We paid all expenses and flew them. They wanted to go to Savannah, Georgia, so we flew them to Savannah, Georgia. Paid. Uh, they didn't have to pay for anything except maybe their food while they were there, and. Um, you know, and then other things like a mortgage payment or a utility bill, um, food and gas. We've done a wide range of things for families who are going through a very difficult season in their lives. And, um, and then we have the victory stories of families that we help where the child uh, is experiencing better, better days. And one little boy, I spoke to his mama yesterday that we helped, uh, doctors were ready to give up a year ago and this family kept fighting this little guy today is doing the best he's done in a very long time and mm -hmm. and so it's very rewarding um when you're grieving when you lose uh, a family member or a child in our case that you love so much grief becomes a series of choices you have to make and and grief is a it's, it's not something you get over it's something you just learn to move forward one step in front of the other. And, and for us, we, we chose that uh, to give, and that's been a great source of comfort and help and healing uh, in this grieving process. Still difficult. Um, I know the meetings can be hard on my wife um, because when you go to those meetings, you're our board meetings, you're reminded, you know, and, uh, and it's an everyday um, journey that we live with, that we work through, and um, and we believe we believe God, we believe His Word, and we know it's true, and um, and so we did. We depend on Him as we walk this journey, and we're just trusting Him to use our foundation to be a help and a blessing to families that we have the opportunity to serve. That's great, Pastor Luke. And so, it's a way for Landon's legacy to continue. It's a way for his life to continue to impact others. 
it's also a way for you all to cope. Uh, it, it's, it's helping you through this grieving process. And as you said, it's, it's not ending and anniversaries come and you know that like like no other folks really know that. So you're you're able to use this to help yourself as well. I know our listeners are probably thinking, well, how could I be involved in this? And uh, there may be some folks that uh, have stumbled on the podcast because they do have a child with a rare disease. Uh, what can they do to get access to this kind of help? They can, one thing they can do is email info at landonstory.org. And I like reminding folks, Landon is spelled L-A-N-D-E-N, but it's info at landonstory.org. Um, they can reach me personally at Luke Johnson at landonstory.org. Um, if you want to learn more about the foundation, about Landon, uh, you can go to the website, landonstory.org. Um, and you can find Landon Story on Facebook. Um, there's all kinds of videos. Um, I also send people to YouTube. Um, you just search his name. You put Landon Story, um, Primordial Dwarfism. There's things that will come up. You'll see interviews, um, a, a short documentary done um, by a company in England. And that, and, and I send people to that video because you really get to know Landon. You see his personality, how he interacts with the medical staff. You see the struggle of, of being a child who's going through such a difficult time. So um, you want to get to know Landon, that's a good, good one to watch. Um, but we would love to hear from you. Um, one thing, uh, if you want to, to donate to the foundation, if you want to help us, um, you can do that on the website as well. Um, just go to the, uh, the tab where you can donate or give. And, um, and also, we encourage folks on September the 13th, the anniversary of his passing, um, give, Landon would have been 13 this year, um, give, give $13 on the, on the day of uh, the 13th and help us as we continue to try to help families. The $13 from this person and that person, the next person, it sure does add up, doesn't it? it yes, sir. It helps help helps families who've experienced a loss and some that are that are going through a particular struggle. Well, thank you, Pastor Luke. Thank you for what you and Amanda are doing. Thank you for how you've you're pushing through. You you've not quit. Uh, thank you for sharing Landon with others. Uh, real easily, you guys could have not allowed law enforcement and the media to have access to him, but uh, people seeing his personality, oh, it sure does help spread the gospel to so many people throughout the world. And we want to thank you for that. We appreciate you so much for your faithfulness, my, my brother. Thank you, Dr. Moody. I really appreciate that. And we appreciate you, our listeners as well. Thank you for listening to this podcast today. I'm sure you know someone that would benefit from Landon's story. How about sharing that with them and just dropping them a line and encouraging them to listen to it? How about thinking about donating $13 on September the 13th? You say it's not a lot. Every little bit counts. And when we all come together and we do our little bit, we truly are better together. So let us give and let us remember and celebrate Landon's life and his legacy. Thank you for taking the time to be with us today.